Welcome to the Cascade Church Portland podcast. We're a church that works to be both safe to be and safe to grow through our commitment to intentionality, diversity, curiosity, prayer, and advocacy. Enjoy! co-pastor here at Cascade. It's so good to be with you. I'm often with kids. We get students, so I don't always get to be upstairs with you. Um, But this morning, we get this really cool opportunity to tell you about something that we did with our high school students. It was during their spring break, so that was not this past week, but the week before. Um, And it is not a normal activity for high school students to be willing to give up the time that they get to sleep in to hang out with me, who loves the morning, and they hate it. So it was it was exciting pretty much every morning, I gotta tell you. I was like, rise and shine! They're like, Ugh. So um, that is what we're talking about, what we did. And I just, before they came, come up here, so context, one of them, Kayla Magura, can't be here this morning. So Katie is going to go ahead and read the kind of her thoughts. But um, each of these high school students are more than capable to tell you what we did and our story. And more so, I just want to preface kind of the trip and why we did it and what was the dream behind it. So um, Cascade students, you may or may not know, when we planted this church, we said we had a value that we had a kids program and a middle school and high school program, and that needed to be an essential part of the DNA of this church. So I don't know how many church plants you know, but that is not a normal part of what a church plant is. But we see kids and students as being a vital part of an intergenerational church, and so that's kind of why that is. So Cascade students, we base it around fun. We do a lot of games, as much as possible, as many as they let me play. Uh, We do service projects, so that's evolved over the years. Um, When we first began, we did a monthly service project. Um, We've gotten to volunteer at different people's houses to kind of help, like, do kind of like a spring cleanup to get different members of our own congregation. And kind of the final piece was how do we look out into the community and the city and how do we be a part of a bigger vision, if that makes sense. So that's where the service project experience came from. So um, context, though, I went to Hawaii a couple years ago with my husband and my family. And when we were there, uh, we went and saw my good friend Derek. And Derek is, um, he's a marine biologist now, and he studies sharks, which I don't know about you, but that's like my number one, what I don't want to see in the water, right? So we were walking through with him, and he's like pointing at these sharks that he's studying, and I like totally had this moment, like, Zach, don't push me in. Like, I'm just going to take a step back. Like, I don't want to be near them. But so we were talking to Derek and with him, and after that experience, I got in the car, um, and I realized Derek and I really have nothing in common, right? <laughs> like... Derek and I really don't like the same things. Like, he wants to swim with sharks. I never want to be near a shark, right? And um, and just kind of who we were in high school, there was nothing about us that made sense being friends. Um, truly, if you know us, it didn't really make sense. But what we had in common is that we went on mission trips through high school together, and we spent time doing something bigger than ourselves. So I actually, I hadn't talked to Derek in years and years, um, but I feel very close to Derek because we had common experiences, if that makes sense. And I learned about the world and about God side by side with Derek. And although maybe we communicate those trips a little bit differently, maybe we talk about our faith very differently at this point in our life, right? I still wanted to see Derek and his sharks, right? And so I walked out of that and I got in the car and I looked at my family and I was like, we got to go on service projects with these kids. Like we have to take high school kids to go experience something bigger than themselves. 
So that's kind of where the process led us to be able to having this experience. You might say, like, why did you guys go to Spokane? That's like six hours away, right? But truly, the idea was, can we get out of Portland? Can we get students away from their normal day-to-day life? Can I get them unplugged from their phone for, like, a hot second, right? And, like, can I get them to see that there are amazing organizations doing amazing things that we can be a part of in Portland, but we have to leave to go learn about that? Does that make sense? Kind of, like, why we had to leave, why we needed to go somewhere. So um, many of you made it possible that we could even go if, you know, we did a dessert auction, which you guys were really loving to fund our, like, half-good-looking desserts, right? And um, that made it possible that we were able to be there and be a part of it. So um, Katie, my best friend, and I, when we were kind of like, where do we go? What do we do? How do we do this? Um, We started looking at organizations and churches that already had really amazing partnerships. So we went to Millwood Presbyterian Church. It happens to be my Grammy and Grampy's church. So um, you'll see a little picture with Grammy and Grampy. And the students were super sweet and spent time with Grammy and Grampy, which I had to tell you, when they walked into my grandparents' house, Grammy kissed every one of them. I was like, oh, no, 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 (laughs) no. Like 10-year-old Sarah comes back immediately. So, uh, and so we went to their church. Millwood is completely um, community-focused. It's it's astounding, truly. They're building, it's like this old Presbyterian building, and they've created community centers. They've created a, just like all these different partnerships. Everywhere we went, we're like, oh, we're with Millwood Presbyterian. They're like, oh, Brandon. Yes, I know Brandon. And then they like, and then we were in, right? So this is the work that Millwood Presbyterian is already doing. We just got to come for a second and learn. And that was the goal, that we would volunteer, we would work hard when we could, but we would learn. And so we got to actually meet with five different organizations. You're going to hear about three of them pretty much today. But they got to learn about homelessness and what's happening in the city of Spokane. And then we got to come home and say, what's happening in Portland? So that's a context. Um, If you could go back to your high school self, or if you are in high school or middle school right now, if you could just think about, like, especially for those of you that are adults, if you could just put a thought of, like, what mattered to you in high school? What did you care about? What were you insecure about? What do you wish you would have known? Like, what could you have told your high school self? Because I, I want you to go back to high school shoes today. I want us to be there with these students, right? They say different sayings that maybe you and I said. They say, like, what's the tea? They've taught me that, which is, like... Which don't, don't ask me that. I don't know. I'm like, what? What does that mean, right? Or they know things about social media that I've never known, like TikTok, right? Like, it's like this app that I now have on my phone. Like, it's just, there's so many things that we don't know today. They're laughing at me because they're like, I can't. But, like, there are things we don't know, right? And they don't know about your life. So let's go back to those moments of high school. And then I want to take you on our week. So I'm going to invite Rachel up to tell you. Hi, I'm Rachel Aaron, and I'm a freshman, and I go to Tualatin High School. So on our service project in Spokane, we got to volunteer at a place called Liberty Park. What this is is an after-school program that is held in a child development center in the center in the back of an apartment complex. It's a place where any kids can go after school to learn about Jesus, do activities, crafts, eat snacks in a classroom. A majority of these kids that come from the school are refugees and come from low-income families. So when we got there, the teachers 
explained to us that many of the kids have behavioral issues because they come from rough backgrounds or family lives. How this program works is there are two main teachers who walk to Grant Elementary School, which is the school these kids come from, that's a couple blocks away from the apartments. They work for these kids in the cafeteria who are coming with and walk with them back to the apartments, and they can either go home or go and play at the playground or back to the classrooms. While we were there, each of us taught lessons and got to do activities and crafts with the children that revolved around kindness, which was their fruit of the spirit that week. The activity that I led was a blindfolded maze. So we made like a pathway and then put a bunch of different obstacles in. And one of the kids was blindfolded and another one was speaking to them where to go with like rights and left. That was really confusing for them, but that's okay. <laughs> we read the Rainbow Fish book, taught about the Good Samaritan, played the Humanaut, and a lot more activities and crafts. My favorite thing we did with them was this craft where they traced their hands on pieces of paper. And then on one of their hands, they wrote five things they can do to be kind to others, and then five things that others are kind to them with doing. Um, we got to volunteer here two days while we were in Spokane, and getting to work with these kids was truly one of the greatest experiences in my life, realizing how much we have access to that they might not. Like, even simple things like food and water does not come easily to them, and I think that's such a blessing for us to get to have every day, and we don't even think about it. Um, it made me realize how lucky we are and how much we have access to and how good the Lord is for letting us have this opportunity to build close relationships with each and every one of these kids. These kids were so kind to us, and even though we were volunteers and only there for two days, they acted like we were there all the time and just, like, loved every one of us and got to play and, like, let them know about themselves, and that was a really fun experience. Hi, everyone. I am not a high school student. My name's Katie. Uh, I had the privilege to go with them. And so as Sarah said, I'm going to be reading what Kayla said. Uh, so imagine when I say I, it's, it's actually Kayla. I'm going to say exactly her words. So um, unfortunately, she's at a training today for her job. Yeah. Uh, so good morning, everyone. My name is Kayla Magura, and I'm going to be uh, talking about an organization called the Union Gospel Mission that we had the opportunity to learn about on our amazing service project in Spokane. The Union Gospel Mission's mission is to end homelessness and to affirm each individual's value and to offer a pathway to a different life with love and the power of the gospel so they may become independent and contributing members of the society. We got to visit the site where they focus on caring for at-risk children and teens. One of her one of, sorry, one of my top takeaways was learning their approach to helping the homeless get back into society. There are three phases, phrases they focus on, rescue, recovery, and restoration. The two people that led us around there were Krista and Ryan, the directors of the at-risk kids branch. Krista presented the question, which you may recognize from the question of the day, if you saw a homeless person on the street, would you give them a dollar? We discussed before she told us some research and statistics associated with the question that were along the lines of this. Where is the line between helping and hurting people? From this, we learned that giving a homeless person $1 is not nearly as much help as buying them a meal or giving them directions to a shelter or free food. The director, Ryan, talked about his journey through the UGM mission as a teen who was addicted to meth and didn't have a stable home life since his mom was gone for work a lot. He had told us about his experience of staying at the men's shelter in Spokane during his time of recovery. 
It was very interesting to see the transformation that can be made by the three steps I mentioned earlier, rescue, recovery, and restoration. After we discussed what UGM was about with Krista and Ryan, we got to sort clothes for a clothes store that they have on site. The kids that visit receive a punch card, and the different items in the store are worth different amounts of punches based on the item. To earn punches, the kids have to do a chore or help out. And the clothes store was really interesting to me because they didn't ha just hand out free clothes. But the kids have to show what they want the clothes, show that they want the clothes, and work hard to earn them, which builds character in the kids. Overall, UGM was very impactful and interesting to hear about the amazing ways that they serve their community and help create a safe and positive environment for the kids to go to. Thanks, Kayla. <laughs> Hi, um, my name is Licia. I am a sophomore at Gladstone High School. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be telling you about Northwest, Northwest Harvest, which is an organization we worked with three mornings. The first and second day, we packaged baby carrots and worked by putting stickers on each can. Uh, I really liked the stickering because it was pretty fun and repetitive. Um, <laughs> The third day, we made meals for Northwest Harvest to pass out in schools for kids that didn't have meals over the weekend so they wouldn't go hungry. Specifically, we found out that the meals were going to the school we worked with, which was Liberty Park. Um, I learned that I had the ability to be a part of helping homeless by my own actions. Um, uh, that's it. Thank you. Hi, everyone. My name is Braden Benson. I'm going to be talking about the little fill-ins from here and there from our trip. So as Licia was saying, we packaged non we, we packaged uh, foods for families that have a low income or can't afford food for their families. I often think to myself, how could I volunteer? Should I physically help someone? Should I financially help someone? And then I go to Northwest Harvest and I realize even if I'm in the backgrounds and just doing things that people don't know I do, it still is a big, big help to the families that are in need. So building off of what Rachel said, we did go to Grant's Middle School to pick up an amazing group of kids. And then we brought them back to Liberty Park. We had free time outside. Um, and just seeing the happiness on the kids' face like made me feel so grateful that I, was, that I could be there to help them learn about God. And so then when we were done with free time, we would go inside and do a bunch of activities with them. And it was a lot of fun, but it was also very challenging because the grade level with the group is kindergarten through sixth grade. So either it was too babyish or it was, like they didn't understand what we were doing. But all that said, in the end, we got all of them to participate and have a bunch of fun, so that was good. Um, and then last but not least, we went to the Union Gospel Mission which we wiped down, bunk, like Kayla said, we like wiped down bunks for the youth that were coming into the program and we sorted clothes 
for their clothing bank. And so I saw God in Krista and Ryan when I saw their passion for helping these kids. Like, I just thought it was so amazing that they would take their time to come and just, like, help the kids that are in need. Um, We would sometimes see the kids walking by, and it just made me so happy to see the joy on their faces that they could have a place called home and that they had a roof over their head. One of my favorite, or, like, my favorite parts of the trip was just going to all the different organizations and learning so much. So now we're going to go into our slideshow um, from our trips that you know a little bit better about what we did.
For our closing benediction today, I'm going to be praying for the kids at Liberty Park. Dear Lord, I am so, so thankful for all the time we got to spend in Spokane and helping others, and it really made all the four of us that went realize how greater the world is outside of Portland and how much we can do to help. I pray that the kids at Liberty Park for the next couple of weeks and forever just have a good experience and filled with joy and love and kindness, and they can focus on how good the Lord is and get to experience all of those things in so many different ways. I thank you for the week we spent, even though the car ride was long, it was still worth it in the end. Um, and I pray that we get to go on more projects like this in the future. In your name we pray, amen. Thank you for coming. Um, I hope you enjoyed our Talk About Our Service project, and we'll see you next week.